He, uh, he got mm. ventilated with AK bullets. Weird how often that seems to happen in uh, the course of politics during this period. Uh, yeah, it's it's theory. Uh, it's the only two kinds of theory that matters. Does it grow food and is it belt fed? <laughs> it's the only theory I care about. Uh, Jesus, fuck. Um, and then a guy named uh, General Felix Maloum took power. The next year in 1976, Gaddafi also attempted to kill Maloum. Um, the man is nothing if not consistent. Uh, he failed on that too. Maybe he needs to hire better hitters. He only can apparently blow civilian airliners out of the sky or blow up nightclubs. He can't like assassinate a guy. Um, Should have hired some Green Berets. <laughs> At the same time, he began once again supporting the Frolinat. Um, this time, Libyan soldiers joined the insurgents in attacking attacking the Chadian government. Uh, they just like kind of freely crossed the border of the Strip and went into Chad. It was clear to Maloum that Libya was using the Strip to further expand into Chad, or at the very least, using it as a launching base to eventually put a more uh, subservient government uh, in Chad. By this point, the Frolinat began to splinter, however. Uh, while still not being huge fans of the Chadian government, one of these splitter groups, an armed force, uh, it was called the, the Armed Forces of the North, commanded by Hassan Habre, hated Libya even more because they wanted, like, you know, they were a liberation group. They didn't want to be subserving it to some asshole in a different country. He saw Gaddafi as probably not being the guy that was going to bring the freedom and liberation that they had always talked about. So Habre joined the government. He struck, he, he struck a deal with Maloum, becoming his prime minister. Uh, Gaddafi saw this as what it was, a huge fuck you to his plans. The reason for this was he was, free, he was framing himself as the Muslim liberator of Chad and like pointing a finger at the, the Chadian government like, look, they don't give a fuck about you. They're not putting any Muslims in power. They don't even want to speak Arabic. Like... I am your only hope, me and my people. They're like, oh, fuck, a Muslim's prime minister. I'm fucked. Like, <laughs> now I'm not going to like measure how into this that you did. It was obviously a power move, um, a, a, a solid real politic moment. They didn't give a shit about the Muslims, but optics matter, obviously. Yeah. Um, so it made Gaddafi look bad. So he went on the offensive using the other still loyal frilly net splinter groups as infantry known as the FAP. <laughs> <laughs> and now this is where Gaddafi would get his MO. He was very well equipped, mostly with Soviet era stuff. Cause remember he considered himself a socialist and this is, you know, the late sixties, early seventies. You, you're a socialist of any, kind of flavor even if you're not either the china either china or the ussr is just cranking open that weapons pipeline uh and he got a lot of shit from the so much stuff from the soviet union more stuff than he possibly knew what to do with um so he would use tanks and aircraft and artillery while using the frolinat infantry that he trained and equipped uh better than his own i should point out um, as infantry. He's like, no, you guys do like assault trooper stuff. We'll support you. But it, openly using Libyan military tanks, jets, artillery. Yeah. It's just kind of like, a, it just kind of reminds you a little bit of, uh, you know, Iran or the Iran-Iraq war where they just kind of like, they, I mean, were they actually like training this infantry or were they just like kind of gave them a bunch of weapons and just like sending them off into like the, uh, the chatty and like machine guns? 
I would say this is more like the Iraqi one uh, because all they right. have all the equipment. The Iranians were hurting for equipment bad. Yeah, um, okay. but I would. So the the Frolinet have been trained. They uh, Gaddafi was running training camps across the border where they would be safe. However, we are going to talk about the Libyan forces later on that are much more familiar with what you're talking about. Okay. These guys are are serviceable. I, they work. I have to say, I love I love when. Um, when you look at wars like this on Wikipedia and it gives you like, you know, the little rundown of who the belligerents and who the leaders are. It's like 20 are. different things. And, right. Well, for Frelinat, um, it is the National Liberation Front of Chad and their opponents are Chad. So, <laughs> Let us liberate you, goddammit. <laughs> now, just like holding like a, a soldier holding a gun to their own head just like I'm gonna liberate the shit out it's of that you. meme from in Bruges where everybody's pointing a gun at uh the one guy right Chad pointing the gun and then Chad having the gun <laughs> to their own head. now um using this fap Libyan hybrid army I'm going to keep saying <laughs> fap as much as I can by the way um they struck out from the strip and attacked targets all over northern Chad. In one battle alone, the FAP Libyan offense, uh, offensive captured a full 20% of the Chadian military. Uh, Chad does not have a great military at all at this point. Because remember, the government is inc- incredibly fractured. There, at this point, it's a loose collection of government offices that are mostly all control their own militias. It's not a, like, there's no, you know, army of Chad. So, you know, it's very easy to run them over. Now, after this happened, the Chidian government was forced to accept a ceasefire. Not because Libya wanted to stop the drive south and take the capital and just kick the Frolinet into power. They were kind of forced to. You see, while France was the former colonial power of Chad, they're also the one of the main weapon suppliers to Libya. Whoops. Uh, now, they mostly... So- <laughs> Funny how that keeps happening. I mean, France, outs- everybody... Um, Shits on the United States, China, uh, Russia, UK, stuff like that. And, you know, it's all fair for being weapons dealers. But, like, France is, like, one of the top three, I believe, uh, yeah. most most uh, prolific arms dealers in the world. They just fly on the radar because we generally supply, say, like, Saudi Arabia smart bombs and shit and tanks. and But we supply our own shit, Right. France really doesn't um, because people don't want it. Uh, and admittedly, uh, it's much better to supply nations like you know Libya, Afghanistan, uh, countries that don't have the infrastructure for a ton of maintenance and, and training, Soviet weaponry, because it's made incredibly reliably, very easy to train, or to take the word from Lord of War, it's so easy, a child can use it, and they often do. Uh, so like it's a lot easier to use third country weapons, which is generally what France does. So the French just buy up a whole bunch of like AK forty sevens and AK just old Soviet weaponry and just like and then just dole it out wherever they wherever they feel. We do that as well, yeah. Uh, but but I mean I know, but I didn't know that we did that. I figured we gave them our shit too. Uh, it's much more prolific nowadays because you know the Soviet Union collapsed, and you could effectively like go and like knock on like Albania's door and be like, "I'll buy all your fucking rifles," and they're like, "Yeah, right." Or I'll, you know, or what someone did, I believe it was um, War Dogs. They bought a fuckload of just shitty ass 
Cold War era ammo because it's literally all just left unaccounted in a bunker somewhere. Yeah. Um, uh, generally, what they're doing in this era, since like you're not going to see much like France or you know Paris to Moscow arms deals, they buy it from a third country in the middle. Normally, somewhere probably like Lebanon or something like that, uh, because there's a huge French uh, um, influence in Lebanon. But yeah, there's always an intermediary somewhere. Israel does a lot of that as well. Uh, Israel is an amazing intermediary during the Cold War. Uh, look at Iran Contra, for instance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you see them pouring Soviet era weapons, replacement parts, and ammo into Libya. You're not going to see Libyan soldiers driving a Leclerc and having a fucking Famos in their hands. Uh, there's a very obvious and good reason for that, on top of the fact it's much cheaper. <laughs> but yeah, um, France kind of muscled on Libya to cut the shit, but also get Chad to sign a ceasefire. Meanwhile, Italy's not going to do the same thing for Libya because Gaddafi fucking hates the Italians, which, fair. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty legit <laughs> like, I at think that at point. one point, he forcefully removed all Italians from Libya. So, like, they don't have good relations. 